That the fucking Ghostbusters. It's yeah, yeah, made yeah. out of a shoe shine machine. Yep. Dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. That there is my brother, Mason, son of a bitch microphone, Williams. And that there is my brother, Luke, ass bastard, cock hell microphone, <laughs> Williams. And we're inventors together, we he are. and I. We are right before your very ears. We're going to invent something brand new. Not a microphone like we're we these microphones suck, but we will they uh, suck, but but we will invent something completely different, yeah. And this week, uh, we saw fit to well, first of all, we took a a a fan suggestion. Uh, thank you to Ryan who submitted unit of measurement. We love you, Ryan. And if you want to submit your own, you can do that at H-I-G-A-I show on Twitter or at H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. Unit of measurement this week. Unit of measurement. Okay, it was submitted by Ryan, so clearly it's going to be like micro Ryans and mega Ryans. I mean, we could get into that. That could be fun. But I mean, Ryans. Let's, let's, actually, let's actually talk about this for a minute because we have, yeah, or, or an hour, you know, that's... <laughs> or for an hour. We can talk for about 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we have a sort of a unique vantage on this if compared to if we were American inventors in that, uh, you know, a lot of the media- metric system. Yeah, metric system. We have Which that Which actually here. is less unique uh, because America and like one other country that sucks is like the only countries that still use uh, imperial units- like most, the vast majority of people on the planet use metric, uh, and there's a couple of exceptions too. That there's some, I think they're they're more used for slang or whatever. But like the Irish still might use stone. Oh fuck! And I fuck I, I think Irish. that's like just an alternative for you know. Anyway, I don't even know. Um, if we were the kind of podcast that did research before inventing, we might know that thing. Uh, but okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna you know say this is one of the things, uh, one of the reasons why I I hate Ronald Reagan. Okay, uh, because the U.S. This is a true fact. They were well on their way to adopting the metric system. They had been attempting to implement that shit for like six straight years. They were. Uh, this is true, by the way. Like, this is just mm. something I happen to know because I looked it up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, they uh, they were trying to get kids interested in the metric system, uh, and they were you know changing over road signs and shit. But it was taking a while. And when Ronald Reagan got in office, that was one of the first things that he did was he was like, nah. What a day. Yeah, I know we already sunk all this cost into it. I know it's inevitably the way of the future, but you know what? We can't afford it. We can afford, you know, all of these millions of nuclear missiles that we have to point at Russia, but you know what? We can't afford the metric system. It's not worth it. And 
honestly, that's like one of the major things. Like, there's a lot of reasons to hate the piss out of Ronald Reagan, but that's that's why I think he is history's greatest monster. Greatest. He's up there. I was gonna say. Um, I mean, uh, okay, let's let let's get a little off off the track. Uh, but that's fine because we wanted to establish some some uh so, you know some measurement talk. It's it's not bad to hate people if they're dead. Like if he was still alive, I wouldn't be saying this shit. But as soon as he's cold and in the court in the ground, like you're allowed to hate people at that point. So it's it's not a negative thing. Like I'm not a bad person. I mean, I don't I don't know that it's useful to point hatred at the dead. Well, it's better than pointing hatred at the living. I don't hate anybody who's alive. Ah, uh, this is complex of a belief system. Morality role. of emotion of, of that, yeah. All right, here's um here's the thing about the metric system, in case uh, we have some American listeners who are not yet sold on why the metric system is a little bit better. Uh, conversions, all just a whole lot better. You know, DECA is 10. And uh, Milla is a thousand. I and thought Kilo was a thousand. Senta is a hundred. Uh, wait, so what's Milla is a thousandth? Sorry, and, and it all just scales accordingly. Um, Unless you're talking about uh, bits and bytes, because a kilobyte is one thousand twenty-four bytes, because uh, one thousand twenty-four is two to the power of ten. So there is that. But I'm helpful. outside of, oh, man, I didn't even consider computer measurement, which I don't know if we could f- change that at this point. It's pretty established that it's going to go the one way, right? Yeah, you got your bits and your bytes. Uh, you got your flops. You got your pixels, your megapixels. Okay, so uh, I actually want to address a particular thing here. Okay. Which okay, is that me. I will agree that... Uh, the metric system beats out the uh, uh, the imperial system on most counts. That like it's stupid to convert anything to any other thing in imperial measure because it's you have to remember all these stupid numbers, like feet to miles, and yeah. then that, like I'm sorry, that's dumb. However, uh, However, we have sort of gotten used to a few, you know, imperialisms, if you will, mm-hmm. like. We don't know our height in centimeters very often. We might, but probably not. We yeah, probably you're usually know. still going to measure people and like, oh, that dude's six foot. Right. And uh, in terms of anything baking, uh, for for outside temperature, we would probably measure in Celsius. All the weather channels adopt Celsius and, and tell us our, our weather our outdoor weather in Celsius. Um, but in, in, in oven weather... Uh, is determined probably by Fahrenheit. And I mean most oven dials will have both. And they yes, that's true. Most oven dials will have both, but a lot of cookbooks and such will have recipes. A lot of them will be printed in the states and and so you'll have Fahrenheit measures. Sometimes you have both. I have a few cookbooks that have both. But here's the thing. Um I will admit that if you're probably going to switch between them when baking, which I have had to do for many different recipes, mm-hmm. I have no reason to use Celsius if I have a greater degree of accuracy with Fahrenheit. Because there's more numbers in the range that I'm using. Okay. 
So well, I mean that's that's the thing. If you need greater precision, because it's all just decimal, you just be like, oh, this is three hundred and seventy-two point five. Like you can. That is true. On that shit. That is true. That's uh, how numbers work. But I pretty much set my oven under all circumstances between the range of two seventy-five to maybe four twenty-five or four fifty in increments of 25 and i don't really stray from that okay so well i mean that's cultural though we're picking that up from the state we pick up like all of our shit from the states that's the reason why like if i had you name celebrities and you named like a hundred celebrities i'm betting more than 50 of them would be american i mean that's that's just life in canada is most of the shit that we pick up pop culture uh, regular culture, uh, fucking just casual talk about how tall a person is. We pick all that up from the States. It, you know, America sneezes, Canada catches a cold. Like, that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, So, we just recently finished our Season 1 tournament for the best idea. We did. And we almost handed it over to uh, uh, Vegetable. Mm-hmm. which the methodology for us crafting our idea was very chaotic. It was me just n- refusing to talk about the thing that we were supposed to talk about. Yeah. And it it turned out one of our best ideas. But I, I don't think you can force it is the thing. So... I do not think <laughs> you can you can uh, you put that lightning in a bottle, my dude. No, I, 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 I agree. I agree. No, here's, okay. the, here's the direction that I'm going to go with that, though. I'm going to okay. sort of uh, 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 propose... Uh, was it Tertium Quid? That was your character Latin phrase. Yeah, a, a third option in what is uh, supposedly a binary. Yeah. Right, and the binary that somewhat theoretically we have always gone down is uh uh, with our creation was uh a you could say just a good trying to make a good thing or a silly a a silly bad horrible thing best thing worst thing we we sometimes take that approach but also sometimes we we go a little ways along the way and we say oh let's turn it on its head and we try to like subvert the expectation and just completely reinvent the concept at its core or, you know, alternatively, we'll we'll just be like, how can we improve this for modern culture and make the give it the fresh coat of paint that it and needs? And we inevitably just invent a goddamn app. Exactly. Yeah. So, what's the third option there? Can we go halfway? No the the idea of the tertium quid is not that it's halfway between one and the other. It's got to be a third option. Like if I say like. Uh, left, and you say right, then tertium quid is not like oh, right in the middle. No, it's it's up. Like you got to go in a direction that is not defined by that unidirectional spectrum. Right. So, uh, I think that before we even get into because th- here's the thing, I like shooting the shit with you and talking about whatever, getting derailed, and you know we can we can fill in the time block that we need, but. Generally speaking, this topic is a little bit on the drier side unless we spice it up. I kind of want to start off on a conceptually interesting uh, grounds here, on grounds here. Like, I want to, I want this to be, uh, let's talk about how we're going to invent a new way before we actually start inventing. 
Okay, okay. Um, so our, our two options, the, the scale that you have presented is either A, go straight forward and say, okay, here is where we're standing. That's the goal of creating the best measurement system. We're going to go there in a more or less straight line. And option B is get derailed, turn things on their head, and just squiggle around all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, other options to to those things. Um, employ randomness, flip more coins. Uh, we could get a third person in to give their opinion, but I don't think we have a guest lined up for this episode. As it happens, we don't. Okay. Uh, just, like, role play, take on, maybe get, get in each other's shoes for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Well... The, these are things that we've done for our podcast. Uh, what's a new way to even make? What is a new way to have an idea? So before we get into having an idea at all, and I will point out that we're about 10 minutes in at this point. We haven't started having an idea. Not yet. We first want to deconstruct the idea of having an idea. This is season two, my friend. We have to like, we got to keep it fresh. We got to rethink our approach. I don't think that this is fresh exactly, but okay. Um, I am going to lay down uh, a ground rule specifically for, uh, for unit of measurement here. Okay. uh, Because we tend to be sort of focused on goodness. And in some cases like performative ultra liberal wokeness, but mostly just the abstract notion of being a good person mm-hmm. uh, and in such a way that we were dipshits and, you know, we tend to oversimplify that concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to have that in any way factor into this unit of measurement. We are not making a oh. unit of like karma. So turn it on its head. We're going to no. go extra conservative with this one. No, that's not the, uh, that, that <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't want, in this episode specifically, I don't want us to try to make a unit of measurement for, like... Making... For the betterment of society. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not the thing that I want to measure. Okay, sure. But then what is the goal with this invention, then? Because that is sort of why you tend to invent things, is to, like... I, I want something that is compatible with the metric system. So it's easy to convert between units. Okay. I want it to measure something that right now is not consistently measured, something that we need to measure. Uh, but maybe, maybe we, it will be something sociological. Like I'm fine with it being units of some sort of sociological or psychological phenomenon because those things are usually very hard to quantify. Mm. I'm just saying. I don't want to go down the road of like performative wokeness like we usually do. Okay, uh here's a concept that comes to mind. We talked a little bit just now about um you know, uh temperature and units of uh uh distance. Yeah. Uh but there are a good number of other uh units pertaining to things like uh uh sound uh, you know, measuring electricity, luminosity. Vo- voltage, luminosity, um, 
even even simple measurements of like uh of how many times a wheel will rotate for rpm um mm-hmm. and uh speed and so like all of the physical world all of physics and its measurements like we're actually talking about all of that too um yeah that that's why i uh like I was assuming that we were going to go to something a little more abstract. Mm-hmm. Like it, we're not going to come up with a measurement for pressure because we already have a measurement for pressure. And you know what? Kilopascals is pretty good. So what about just throwing this one out there? Okay. And stop me if this is a little bit too, too weird. Can do. What about ghost stuff oh you want to get like a pke meter oh, th- did they do that already damn it that the <laughs> fucking ghostbusters it's yeah, yeah, made yeah. out of a shoe shine machine no 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 actually though um it it seems to me that if we wanted to like break new ground we would have to sort of and if if we were to talk about the fantastical or the spiritual that you sort of can make claims that don't necessarily need to be fully backed up, but that's the that's like in con- in stark contrast to a definitive measure. <laughs> so, well, I mean, like you can have statistical measurements. Like, let's say hypothetically, you have someone and they've got those cards with the symbols on them, the circle, the triangle, the right. the cross, whatever, and you're measuring like how often they can correctly guess what it is, and then however many percentage points away from random chance they get. Like if there's five symbols, for example, then like 20% is no psychic ability. And then however higher up you get uh, going all the way up to hundred percent right all the time, that's like the highest amount of psychic ability. And then you have whatever measurement for that. Yeah, I know it's, it's, it's still kind of a boring topic, isn't it? Yeah, I literally yawned on that. <laughs> I, I I did sort of phase you out a little bit. Uh, I didn't know what my backup, what my response was going to be. I was going to have to figure out some segue into a new thing. Oh, okay, okay. You know what? You know what? I'm going to do what I always do. Going to bring it on back. Bring it on back. We spent a whole lot of time there talking about how to have ideas. So, how about, like, a measurement of idea, like, thought processes and how straightforward your idea process is? With, like, zero being, I want to have the best, you know, children's show, and then at the end of the show, oh, we have a good children's show, we're done. And 100 being vegetable. Um, wait, what? So you're yeah. saying zero, zero is like four things, uh, you know, adhering to form and vegetable is, so it's the lawful and the chaotic side of a yeah, spectrum. Yeah. So like, so like zero would be like children's show or something like that. Uh, 100 would be like candy or joke or vegetable, not a measurement of the quality of the idea, but a measurement of the straightforwardness of the process. Now, there's something interesting there because 
the creative process can take on so many forms as well, right? Like you have you you have those that can make art that have a very disciplined approach uh mm-hmm. or or you know make music that understand the laws that govern you know sound and all that um and, and theoretical knowledge uh and that produces a very disciplined straightforward thing that sort of seems like a good analogy for the lawful side of creation and then the other form being you know throwing paint at a canvas you know, naughty while blindfolded for, for example, or, uh, you know, I have attempted this before just for shits and giggles. I've made some music without listening to it. Um, Ah. I have straight up taken off my headphones, produced a track and put it out into the world without listening to it. And, um, I still haven't listened to it somehow. Ah. So I don't, I still don't even know. I I don't have that anywhere, but, and that's the thing is that like, uh, it was Beethoven that went deaf, right? Uh, like he supposedly, if the if the it might be like uh um, uh exaggerated, but um I don't know the historicity of this, but uh, if he composed some of his best stuff after he was deaf, that's obviously a very good understanding of form and discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's the naive version where I'm gonna do the most chaotic thing I can. And we're going to work with what we got after that. Or I'm going to just try things until I have something and then we'll then we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm saying our unit should be uh, or possibly two units. Uh, our unit should be a quantification of creativity, uh, perhaps two different scales, one for uh, how far off the beaten track you get, like uh, for accuracy or uh, efficiency, you might say. And the other would be actual generation of new ideas, like how many actual concepts you're creating. So, for example, um, the joke episode that we did, uh, that scores really low in terms of actually creating new ideas and also really high in terms of erraticness of idea. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. the uh, the uh, vegetable episode, uh, very high in terms of new ideas, but also very high in terms of erraticness. So you can see how the two different measurements you you get sort of like a uh, a grid almost where you're you're measured uh, on one axis and then on the other axis. Now I think some of the difficulty we're facing at this point is that. Uh, I think we're trying to define some uh, some terms for this scale that aren't necessarily interchangeable. Like, I think we've talked about a couple of different things and pretended like it was two scales. Because uh, you were talking about... Uh, let's, let's, let's stick with, like, uh, lawful and chaotic, because I think okay. that's uh, uh, accessible um, and sort of true to how we go about things. We have some tried and true method for, for how we get from point A to point B. And then, and then other times we specifically do not do that um, and do anything else, uh, anything and everything else. Uh, But I feel like you were talking about quality of idea as Well, well. I mean, quality of idea is, is separate. Like I'm talking about quantity of concepts. Like, I think that, 
when you sit down, you talk with somebody and you're, you're spitting out ideas, uh, you can have a greater or lesser number of new base concepts that you, more flavors that you're adding into the stew, if you will. Hmm. Uh, this is weird to wrap my mind around right now. Cause I like I want to say that we're what we're approaching is sort of sounds a lot like a rating system, even if it is uh, with multiple components. Well, it's, see, the thing is, right now we've come up with a rating system for measuring our own podcast. And by the way, apologies to anybody if this is your first episode, and I'm mostly referencing like stuff in our back catalog, including the joke episode, which you really shouldn't listen. Yeah, to well, it's it's, it's it's kind of unfortunate we're bringing that up. <laughs> There's a byproduct of having uh, a tournament and, then, and that we talked about all these yeah, different my, parts. Yeah, my bad people. But yeah, no, like... It was bad, that, too. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, is I wanted to come up with a measurement, a unit of measurement that measures something that is difficult to quantify that is not yet properly nailed down. So we couldn't do like length or width or weight. We had to do something a little more abstract. And I thought, well, okay, let's have a measurement for ideas themselves and my meter stick for that of course is our own podcast because i can't really speak to other people's you know creative processes okay well let's let's adapt this to how we would approach something like film criticism okay at its earliest sort of in its earliest sort of form when it was first really being first was becoming a thing um I'm assuming it really started becoming popular with uh, not just the the Oscar awards and uh, uh, the judgment process there, but um, the original like Siskel and Ebert. Uh, they ma- movie criticism, I assure you, predates Siskel and Ebert. No, like, I, I as know. long as there have been media, there have been critics. Like before, sure. there were movie critics, there were book critics, and so on. Yeah. But um, in terms of Siskel and Ebert actually um, sort of popularizing, that that was the first, like, household pair of names that... That we know of. Like, I'm sure there were household names that, like, critiqued Shakespeare. Right. But specifically for my example of film criticism, they broke it down to uh, just a straight-up thumbs-up, thumbs-down. And some more some more uh, 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 quantifiable stuff in the conversation. They they would ultimately recommend if it was worth your dollar or not. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult to do with something like film because, you know, these creative endeavors have different uh, uh, value to different people for different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's hard to make blanket statements like that. Um, also any modern criticism you see of, of any films, any like video essays on YouTube or whatnot, um, you will very often have, uh, a nice little conversation to listen to. You have a nice, uh, uh, a lengthy review about strong points and weak points or, uh, this and that, this, this, uh, tech, these techniques, uh, this, the quality of this writing or the shortcomings, um, 
and people can go on at length. Uh, you know, very popular to to do those uh, reviews that um, uh, Diamanda and uh, 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 Brad Jones do, Cinema Snob, where it's like they just finished seeing the movie and they're in their car talking about it, and that can easily be a good hour of talking about it, and that's entertaining enough that that's like how uh, we oh, oh, can okay, choose to okay. look at that. I, I've got I've got something else we can measure is degrees of separation. Uh, like, let's say zeroth degree is like Romanian folk tales about the vampire, and first degree is like Bram Stoker's Dracula, and second hmm. degree is vampires as they typically exist in pop culture, third degree is Twilight, and then fourth degree is Fifty Shades of Grey, and then fifth degree <laughs> Wait, is what? a review of Fifty Shades of Grey. Wait, okay, what? that's how far the separation goes from the original base concept. Uh, was Fifty Shades of Grey vampire stuff? Fifty Shades of Grey did not have vampires in it, but it was originally based on Twilight fan fiction. Oh, is that true? I did not know that. How could you not know that? That's a major selling point. Is like uh... this woman wrote a bunch of Twilight fanfic, and then she just removed the vampirism and, like, find replaced a bunch of the names and it's like here you go uh here's this woman in a terrible abusive relationship but i'm gonna pretend it's sexy and uh all y'all who don't know anything about bdsm think it's super hot because this is your idea of what bdsm is Mm. yeah not a good monster just just a jerk yeah Uh, no for real though like there's better bdsm fiction out there Ladies and gentlemen and binaries and other, like, whatever, fucking, if you're into getting tied up and spanked, I implore you, uh, like, read something other than Fifty Shades of Grey, please. Yes, it's very bad. Um, But then, degrees of separation from the original base concept. Yeah. Uh, That gets really messy, too, right? Because to what extent, like, if something... If 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 something takes a little bit from something else, and then another thing after that takes uh, a lot more, or other pieces from multiple things, like you're talking about, it gets diluted. It's not this one color that then gets like darker and darker or brighter and brighter. It's like a you know all of these colors of different things, all these different shades and whatever. Yeah, and of course, like things will pull in concepts from all different sorts of things like you look at for example steven universe and clearly that's drawing from like dragon ball z but it's also drawing from like sailor moon and shit and you can't say oh this is you know one step removed therefore it is the same thing as dragon ball z fan fiction because it's really not Hmm. did you know there was a nod to like uh japanese horror manga in there too Oh, yeah. No, there's there's all sorts of cultural references in uh, yeah, yeah. Steven Universe's fantastic show. Yeah, yeah. Real good. Um oh, whew. I'm I'm don't know about you, but I just feel like I need to take a little bit of a brain break. Oh, you want to head to the uh the water cooler? Yeah, let's go to the watershed. I love water. Water. Let's it's going to the river. Or to dunk our heads in the river. Yes. Yes. All right.
Hey, dear listeners, I uh, just wanted to remind you that uh, for this entire month of March, we are doing uh, the Trevor Project uh, donation drive. If you would be so kind as to leave a review on iTunes of our podcast, we will match every review $1 uh, to a donation to uh, the Trevor Project. Very good charity. Um, also, uh, we are taking your suggestions for topics for inventions uh, for this season at H-I-G-A-I show at Twitter, H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send along anything you'd like us to invent that we have not yet invented. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a crack at it. Um, I wanted to also mention that this is where we can put some ads. So uh, you can advertise with us at advertisecast.com slash 2493. One more time. That's advertisecast.com slash 2493 uh to check out our show there and uh you can you can advertise with us you can buy some ads here uh like this one come on baby you want to do an ad no you want to do an ad for pitching ideas with wifey no you don't wanna i want to go to sleep you want to go to sleep i'm tired you tired right before you're going to work uh-huh come on wifey i'm on two mountain dews and i'm going to bed Move your ass so I can turn the TV off. So you're Mrs. Miterbump. Oh, I hate you. And I'm Miterbump. Our podcast is about pitching ideas to you. No. Yes. And it's somewhat serious. It's not... uh... This is the worst ad ever. Can we just do it later? (laughs) We'll do it later. I'm tired. And we can find it on Stitcher... Castbox Don't make me and, kick your ass. And SoundCloud. I can't turn the TV off your ass. It's still on the way. Hope you listen soon. Ooh, are you feeling hydrated? Very hydrated. You f- feel like your bladder is nearly full, but not for another, like, half an hour? Uh, I feel like the water is in my bloodstream, actually. It's sort of thinning me out Oh, a bit. that's not good. Well, that's no, it good. is good. You need water in your blood. Your blood is mostly water. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but you know, it's not mostly water ideas. Uh, you, well, it, we're not inventing ideas too. That's the thing. We were talking about units of measurement for our ideas, apparently. Okay. Um, I will point out, this is something that I, uh, I heard recently. Um, there is somebody that, you know, my wife knows who works in a college and they had this student submit this paper that was mostly plagiarized and they confronted the student. And they're like, yo, my dude, this paper, you know, this paragraph here, this paragraph here, this is all shit that I found online. You can't do that. And the student was like, nah, because I loaded the uh, essay into this app that I have and I changed words until the little green check mark came up and, you know, the uh, the app confirmed that i had changed enough words that this isn't plagiarism anymore and the teacher was like yeah no your app is bullshit fuck you but wow that seems to me like there is at least that concept of quantifiable originality like as much as the app is bullshit is there still some quantifiable measurement of original idea i don't even know how we could begin to to measure that which is an original idea 
Because, like, that's only in as far as you can catch the unoriginality of it, right? Like, that has that all the knowledge in the world, then you still might have come up with the same thing that somebody else did. Yeah, and I mean, in theory, you could take an entire novel, like, say, you take Moby Dick, and you simply find, replace every word in Moby Dick for what your computer believes is a synonym of that word, and by the time you get to the end... In theory, you have replaced every single word, so this is a completely new book. In practice, it's the same story. It just sucks now. That's kind of uh, an interesting concept, though. Like, if you did that with a book, what that new book would become. If you just, you know, completely thesaurist out every last word. Like, that should be a... That seems to me like a thing that an AI should be able to do, right? Hmm. Like, obviously, you're not going to necessarily do every word. You would still need to leave the thes and the the is's alone, I would think. Yeah. And then that it might break certain sentences and it might not catch that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, originality. Originality. A unit of measurement for originality. I mean, if, yes. we, if we just remove ourselves from our... Uh, human bodies for a yeah. moment and we become gods uh yeah it's not too bad it's kind of easy actually mm-hmm. we could just if we just have uh is it omnipotence 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 uh is un- uh unlimited power omniscience is unlimited knowledge mm. and then omnipresence is yeah, being I was, everywhere I was, I was thinking of the presence so, uh, uh, um, omniscience, if we just knew every last idea that has been thought, and right. then somebody was like, huh, that's a new idea, it's like, oh, yeah, actually it is, because we, we know that. Like, we, <laughs> there, there's that. If we were talking about god powers, then yes, we could, we could do that. I think that if you just talk about the originality of a piece... <laughs> And you were to give it a score out of 100 and just ballpark it, that that can be a useful sort of stat. But I think it would be super contested. Well, that's why you would need to get like a bunch of people to assess it. And then it's like a figure skating score. You just average it. Hmm. Like the Russian judge gives it a six. Hmm, yeah, because it's got a bias or something. And the problem is, is then that depends on the knowledge of the judges, right? Because maybe the judges have never heard of Twilight before, so they're like, oh my, this story is completely original. You know, this vampire and a werewolf love triangle? Preposterous. This uh, this has never been done before. And you're like, teehee, I stole this idea. But they I, don't know because they don't, you know, read Twilight. I, I I sort of misheard you and thought you said that they love triangles. <laughs> well, I mean, triangles are pretty great. There's lots of units of measurements for triangles. Oh my god! Oh oh fuck! Like a like a love triangle where like somebody falls in love with a white whale, and it's like, oh, he's so dangerous. It's like <laughs> Bella. You could never love me, but why? Because uh, I'm like the I'm, length of a school bus. I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big whale. 
I'm a cetacean, Bella. I can't walk. This should be pretty obvious, actually. Seriously, how did you, how did this escape your knowledge? Also, I've got like a dude lashed to me. Yeah. Okay. Measurement. <laughs> Measurement. It's still funny, the idea of the wolf. No, the whale uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And she, like she couldn't tell that he was sparkly with water because it's overcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, measurement though. Measurement, yeah. We don't okay. have we don't have anything. We got we've gotta <laughs> take this back to the drafting table where Fuck. where we've got all these beautiful rulers that have beautiful units of measurement on them. Okay. <laughs> we got a nice okay. little nice little stopwatch there, a compass and a protractor. Thermometer. thermometer, you got a nice little barometric pressure. Oh fuck it, there's a wall clock right there. Okay, can we do time? Time is fun. Okay, okay. Uh, let me hit you with this. All right. Time uh, on the Earth's surface is nice and normal and regular, uh, and a second is a second. But sometime not too far in the future, we're going to be doing space travel. We're going to be traveling around at relativistic velocities, and time, when you do that, gets a little bit fucked up. So how are we going to measure star dates? Because in the original Star Trek, the star dates, those mm-hmm. were based on like season and episode and also some random numbers at the end. But R- like, really? They bullshitted all their star dates? They didn't bullshit per se. Like you can tell when it is in the season by like it's still chronological by the star dates. But yeah, no, they didn't actually come up with a system of like star dates uh, i hope that they had like an in-universe explanation that like would help us with that but okay before we get to that i got another proposal okay. what if it was measurements for timelines ah like if you do time travel and time splits and forks and yeah yeah uh because you'd have to measure that and like we colloquially talk about, you know, the the darkest timeline, which we determine to be, like, the one where the most bad things happen. But I got news for you. You can fork that one into a better darkest and a darkest darkest. An actually darkest. Okay, okay. Well, this is something that I got into with the board game episode, is there is a meta time. There is a time outside of time. There would have to be. Because when you're time traveling and you accidentally kill, like, your ancestor, then it takes a while for those changes to ripple forward. So there is a time outside of time in which changes to the timeline go forward through time. So what is that time, then? Okay, uh, when you were talking about darkest and, you know, lightest timelines, uh, that is a measurement of how good the world is. Are you proposing a unit of measurement for how good the world is? Oh, uh, I can't. Uh... The thing is, is that even ap- approaching that is like too simplistic. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It could be just an average of a bunch of things that it proposes as a, like, n- just numerical value. Like, this is the 96% good timeline. Are we talking about, like, that bullshit they do when they measure, like, 
happiness of the nations. And it's like, oh, Switzerland is really happy because they have low inflation and like a high rate of surviving childbirth. And it's like, yeah, okay. I don't know how this measurement helps me, but it's nice to know we're near the top again. Yay us. Mm. I think an issue that we're having too is that for measuring anything this complicated, uh, it doesn't have an easy answer. Like if we're talking about the distance between this thing and that thing, uh, oh, it's three inches. Like, oh, we can figure out a name for that and it will be three inches and that's relatively simple. But all the simple stuff is taken. Yeah, and also, like, goodness of a timeline is kind of subjective. It depends on who you are. Like, Back to the Future 2, uh, future timeline sucks when Biff Tannen takes over, but it only sucks for Marty. It doesn't necessarily suck for Biff Tannen. Biff Tannen's happy. He's got a casino. Yeah, or it could just be different. Like, there's a, a one timeline where peaceful aliens came down and... and they coexist with us, and they share some tech, but there's also some fights, but it's mostly good. And there's another one where the aliens just fucked off and didn't didn't visit us. It's like, well, which is which is better, with aliens or without? It's not necessarily a matter of better or worse, just like, with aliens or without aliens. Yeah, it's, it's like, what's better, you know, a McChicken or a Quarter Pounder, depends on what you're in the mood for. Yeah, sometimes I'm in the mood for aliens. Yeah. I'm in the mood for aliens right now. Okay, I think that uh, we're c- kind of running out of time on this one. And I, I, w- I had sort of envisioned that maybe we could come up with just an arbitrary quality of idea measurement, uh, which I still think is our strongest concept from what we talked about. It's uh, certainly the thing we've talked about the most. But then I hate that the goal was to come up with a unit of measurement and then what we might wind up at the end with is just like the quirky review score, right? Like I give this two and a half bagels out of a, out of sandwich. Okay. Or, or I give it like fucking, uh, I give this three shrimps out of 10. Yeah. Like, no, like, like anything out of just a, a random rating. That's not necessarily a measurement. That's just a rating of how much you like it. Like out of 10 or out of 100. It doesn't matter. That's not yeah. a new unit of measurement. That's just a, a, another thing that you can apply percentage to. Okay, but but let me let me let me just reapproach this. Um, it would be nice to come to the end of our idea and sort of qualitatively like place it. Like if you took the entirety of our entire first season and plotted it on a grid. Mm-hmm we would be able to have the tools with which for this season to come to the end of it and be like, okay, well, that's the end of this episode. What do you think this one lands at? Oh, I think it's a purple uh, giraffe or something because like we've got a scale for color and a scale for animal and, and that just represents what it wound up being or something. Well, I mean, like I said, that's, that's just it's a two axis grid where like one axis is law chaos and the other axis is like size of the idea, how much information is generated. Okay, so basic D and D alignment would be chaotic and lawful, but then good, neutral, and evil, 
and then true neutral between there's the neutral between law. So, so the implication then is is good to have ideas and is evil to not have ideas. No, more so the fact that uh, we had a good competition and a bad competition, and in and amongst the entirety of our ideas, they landed, you know, kind of not proportionally with a lawful or chaos rating. Like, we had good and bad ideas that were chaotic and lawful all over the place. And therefore, I feel like we can sort of land this this one as well as, like, God, kind of more true neutral, if anything. Because we tried to use our usual tools, but it's harder to do this with unit of measurement because it's kind of oversaturated. Yeah. And we didn't want to design an app for this one. And we didn't want to do performative wokeness. Yeah. And we didn't land somewhere with a really good idea that we're excited about. And yet the conversation led us to, you know, where we are now, which is a way of sort of figuring out what our idea was. So we weren't totally off track either. Okay. So this episode is a true neutral. This episode is a true neutral. I think that's what it is. All right. So I'm, so going okay forward, that. at the end of each episode, we will determine its D&D alignment. <laughs> we did not invent that. Wizards of the Coast did. <laughs> Gary Gygax did, like back in the goddamn day. Uh, but it's, it's like, I, I love me, you know, the nerd humor and the, and the D&D stuff. It's, it's uh, you, you know, you do it more than I do. I do. Uh, but, um... But I would love for this to not be so blatantly plagiarized because, you know, that's kind of the name of our game. Right. And yet it's strangely extra appropriate for our format. Well, I mean, you you just we just uh, deplagiarize it. All we need to do is come up with synonyms. There it is. OK, so, OK. Uh, axiomatic and anarchic on the one axis. I'm sorry, what? axiomatic and anarchic uh i know neither of those words okay axiomatic is lawful anarchic is chaotic okay and then in terms of quantity of ideas and originality of ideas uh we have well let's just go with originality and What's what's uh what's a good word for like by the book or doing things not in a new way, unthinking dumb. And I, I wanna say like predictable. Predictable, yes. Original and predictable. Okay, so um give me an example of some uh ideas that we've actually had and and, and their alignments. Okay, uh, well, the the big ones, uh, the uh, vegetable is uh, anarchic and original. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good Team Go is um, fairly, fairly not uh, axiomatic, mm-hmm. but also uh, original. Okay. Uh, and then, like, shit ones, like candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anarchic, 
Mm-hmm. But I'm going to... I don't want to say predictable because I wouldn't have predicted how we got to the end of that episode. But we didn't come up with a new idea. So I, I'm... Well, how about it, just original and unoriginal? Uh, I mean, I guess so. But then which one does that land on? Because it was... We were trying to come up with something original so hard that we landed on... It just burned out. Like... It was like it it just like flew off the grid. <laughs> it's just like, do we have something or do we not have something? Yeah. It's like we were pushing so hard for it to be original that it just and just squished like off. How about just like creative and uncreative? I mean I guess. Creative and uncreative. Yeah. So uh so candy was so yeah because because that was uncreative that 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 is more accurate to say that yeah yeah not in the sense that we are not creative people but more in the sense that we did not create yeah we definitely didn't okay uh all right so i mean i think i think we're good and then what's the alignment on this one uh i'm sticking with true neutral yeah i guess it is because you know creative conversation it's a thing that we can now like adopt we can literally like bring this into our uh our definitions uh not sorry not definitions we can bring this into our our own lore that we're gonna have this thing at the end of our episode now where we rate uh the episode but also in addition to the rating there's a new thing we're doing for this season yes which is making sure that we get a verdict from you so i propose that our uh, question for this week on Twitter is, uh, is this true neutral? Is this episode, in fact, true neutral, or is it some other alignment? Yeah, so you can uh, weigh in on that verdict over on uh, our Twitter, H-I-G-A-I show. Vote. Vote. Well, uh, there's just one thing left, Luke. Okay. Uh our idea that we're going to have for next week oh okay yes and this one uh was actually something that was suggested by kev that's uh kevina uh if you want to look her up on twitter or wherever uh Mm -hmm. it's k v one n n four it's pronounced kev Mm -hmm. uh and she's like she's fantastic she's all over the place yeah she's cool uh and she suggested to me collectible ooh collectible you, you remember back when i used to collect keychains do you remember when i used to collect uh necklaces yeah 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 and and i currently collect puzzle cubes that's a thing to do okay so we will invent a collectible that's right next week a collectible and uh that should just about do it on this true neutral, per, supposedly. This true news. <laughs> You're the final word on that, fans. Yes, give uh, us the verdict. Give us the verdict. Uh, that's going to do it for our idea unit of measurement. And close and us out un- there, Mason. Until go next time. Go ahead. Until Whenever next you're ready. Until next time. Dear listeners, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Yep. Yep.
Show.